0: what's up everybody this is zero gravity apollo media's nba podcast this podcast is brought to you by zing zang's blazing bloody Mary mix and the celebrity mint go check out the description below on our youtube page at apollo h-o-u you can check out all the links and where to buy those things from we watched basketball last night Luka Doncic made nba history but i'm here with a rockets fan josh garcia how we doing bud
1: I'm great, man. I got to see Desmond Bain drop 49. Paolo got a cool 40 on him. Yeah, Luka went a little crazy, uh, but I definitely do want to get into the Grizzlies agenda at some point in this pod, uh, seeing these random games kind of appear out of nowhere uh, during a weird in-season tournament schedule that we've never seen before. It's, uh, it's pretty nice. Uh, I do want to also ask why uh, they're scheduling an in-season semifinal game for 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, God's time zone, like you always say, mm-hmm. on a wednesday it makes no sense to me Uh, yeah so we're recording
0: this thursday december 7th last night was the first of two added games to the nba schedule every team got 80 games and then depending on what happened in the season tournament they got added two games if they were eliminated early or if they made the knockout rounds they get one game or two games depending on what happens um last night was crazy luca had a 40 point triple double um he had the first player in NBA history to have a 25 point triple double at halftime. He had 29, 10, and 10. He finished with 40, 10, and 10. Desmond Bain had 40. Paolo Bancaro had 40. It was an interesting night of basketball, but I, I I don't know what happened. Like there was so much happening at once because every team was in action last night, except for the teams in the semifinals. But we're recording this Thursday afternoon at 145 Eastern Standard Time, not God's time zone. I'm in Miami, Florida the home of Jimmy Butler, your favorite player. Right, right. Yeah, the game starts in like literally three hours, the first game. Uh, That makes no sense. Pacers-Bucks, I believe, is the game that's going to start in the in season tournament. And I'm all for an early start time. I love early start times. Go to bed earlier. However, I mean, the Pelicans-Lakers, they they don't start till like 9.30 tonight Eastern Standard Time. Like, if we're going to start the first game early, make the second game early too. Yeah, you got to go back-to-back. I don't know what's happening here. It's uh weird. Stephen A. Smith and Chuck Barkley are gonna be like on the call or in the studio together. I don't know what it is. Like we're just gonna have mayhem all day today, apparently. And I believe like the finals at like one or two in the afternoon on Saturday. It's the none of this is prime time.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, is this uh is this Army and Navy week? Uh so there should be it much is. happening on Saturday, right? Yeah. Other than yeah. that. God God's game, if you will.
0: Yeah. The, the nation's game, you know, America's. There you go. Um, but, yeah, the in-season tournament. So let's go over our knockout round. Uh, we both went 2-2 two and two in different ways. I, I picked the Pacers and Pelicans to win, you picked the Pelicans and Bucks to win. My losses were the Knicks and Suns. Your losses were the Pacers and Suns. Uh, we both had the Suns, uh, and we both said that LeBron was going to be handed the first-ever NBA in-season tournament trophy, but not so fast, my friend. He's not going to be handed because I don't know if you saw it, but on Twitter yesterday, the NBA came out with their three missed calls from the Suns and Lakers game, all of which went in favor of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, three straight foul calls that were not called that should have been called. But Austin Reeves saves the day for the Los Angeles Lakers, hits the three. Uh, the Pacers kind of just soundedly beat the Boston Celtics, the Pelicans. They, they had a close win against the Kings and uh the, the Bucs just killed the Knicks in yeah, the second half. Yeah. It wasn't even close in the second half. So, interesting, uh, hard-fought games, kind of. The West was a little bit more hard, hard-fought than the East. I don't know. I'm intrigued to see what the Pacers can do against this Bucks team because the Lord knows they're not defending Giannis on Kupko. It's not happening.
1: There's, a, there's something about Miles Turner, like the prospect of Miles Turner trying to guard Giannis. I know it's going to be speed on size, but they're the same size, damn near. Well, Giannis, of course, a little bigger, but it's going to be strange seeing Miles Turner at the three-point line—the only man that could even come close to guarding Giannis. I'm definitely expecting a cool 35 from Giannis, maybe a, a double-double in the third quarter, or something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, more than anything, I—and—and and this is due to my years of Kevin Durant hatred. Seeing him airball that three-pointer to end the game, oh, it was. Ooh, it was mm. so nice, man. Uh mm. that was probably my peak peak moment of the in-season tournament other than uh LeBron's crazy game that he had uh, and that those clutch buckets he was hitting. But um man, that that that, that KD airball, man, that 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 gave me enough fuel for at least the next week.
0: And and KD played well for he the did. most part that game. Uh he, he had a good stat line. You know who didn't play well for the Phoenix Suns that day? Talk to me. Devin Booker. It is time to have The full-on conversation that Dallas Mavericks fans have been having for years at this point, since 2022, the Western Conference Finals. uh, Fraud, fraud, fraud. When it comes to an elimination game, you are not good. Not good at basketball when it comes to elimination games. I don't know what it is with Devin Booker. I don't get it. What was he? Six of 16. He had, I think, was it seven assists or seven? No, he had seven turnovers and five fouls. That's what it was. It wasn't even assists and rebounds. 7 turnovers, 5 fouls, 6 of 16 shooting in an elimination game. Devin Booker, I, I don't get it. What happens to you? What happens?
1: The Devin Booker triple single. It just it hits it hits like crack in 1983, man. It's crazy. Every single time. Uh, what, what the, one of the better things that came out of this tournament too was people saying that the NBA was rigged for the Lakers, but it was in November and December and not in playoff time, like Adam Silver, Adam Silver did his thing. He did his thing on this one, and I'm so glad we can all witness this. Do you – I don't know if you've had your TV on this morning on ESPN,
0: but the, the topic was how does the season, the inaugural NBA in season tournament affect LeBron James's legacy? Do, does adding a trophy propel him into the five-ring club? Oh, do they get a ring for this? That's what like I wasn't watching it. I saw it in passing going through the lobby at ESPN on one of the TVs. And it was literally on the line. How does the NBA in-season tournament trophy affect LeBron's legacy? What are we doing?
1: Wow, that is a tweet. That is a tweet with 3,000 quote tweets, 48 retweets, 1,000 likes. Like just absolutely dogging on people. But the fact that this actually happened on national TV makes it 10 times worse to me. Like tw- the the Twitterfication of uh, sports media as a whole is insane to me. It's
0: it's alarming, like as a LeBron sexual, as they say, um, love LeBron. He's my goat. He's your goat for our generation. This this is the best player that we've gotten to watch play basketball. Bar none. No arguments there. What are we saying when it affects this legacy on an NBA in-season tournament that no one really knew the purpose of heading into the season? It has now generated very fun basketball to watch, but really only has monetary value for the players and weird courts and cool jerseys. That's about the extent of this tournament. This is not affecting his legacy, even if he wins the next three or four NBA Cups. Okay, great. The one that matters is at the end of the season. The one that matters is the big gold yeah. Larry O'Brien, if he can get one more, then we're we're really talking because then he's in the Kobe era, he's in the Magic era with five NBA finals. But an NBA in-season tournament trophy isn't going to add or deplete from his legacy if he ends up losing in the semifinals or in the finals. Like, he loses a game. He lost a game in November and December. Jordan does that. Kareem did that. Everyone's done that. What, what are we even talking about, ESPN? I don't get it. I don't
1: get it. People might, people might complain uh, in 20 or 25 years. Uh, I, when I think of in-season tournament uh, legacy talk, I don't know why the first person that comes to mind is Trey Young. Uh, imagine Trey Young gets three or four in-season titles before his career ends, uh, hypothetically, right? I feel like there's going to be a section of Twitter or whatever social media exists in 20 years that is on Trey Young's sack just for saying you know just 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 to say oh he he won three rings but not in the way that we want it uh in season tournament uh discourse is gonna go crazy I'm i'm really with it uh it's all new and it feels so fresh so uh i think that's i think that's why we don't really know what to compare it to uh, it's almost like people saying, uh, like if Ronaldo wins in, uh, in Dubai, he's in Dubai, right? Saudi Arabia. Saudi, yeah. 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 If, if Ronaldo wins in Saudi Arabia, you're adding that to his legacy total or, uh, I don't even want to compare it to like Messi winning like Copa America. Like that's a nationwide thing, but, um, it, it we don't know anything because it has so much, it's so minimal. Um, it's like a FA cup. I, I don't know. I, it's great that we're having these games and we're talking ball this early in the season. It's, it's definitely, like I mentioned, a net good for the NBA, but legacy talk this early. It, this, this shouldn't be a conversation at least for another five years. And the fact that ESPN is talking about it uh, at 7 a.m. while you're sitting in Miami, toes in the sand, like you have to subject yourself to that. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's so nuts to me. It's as so a,
0: nuts. As a Ronaldo guy. Real Madrid guy. Every goal that he scores in Saudi counts towards his goal total and makes him the GOAT uh, by far. Sure, and sure. I, I'm just going to count them no matter what. So LeBron fans will probably do the exact same. Yep. Uh, but like you said, if Trey Young were to win three or four NBA in-season tournament championships, how are we looking at it in 20 years? Well, let's just take an example here. From 20 years ago, Karl Malone. How does NBA Twitter look upon Karl Malone right now? Because he scored the third most points in NBA history, fourth most points. I can't remember anymore. I think it's third. He scored a lot of points in the NBA. He went to a few finals. How does NBA Twitter look at him now in 2023? Not great. Yeah. There (laughs) are certain words and certain lists that he is on, and it's not NBA greats list. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He should be on a lot of – awareness lists
0: not comparing trey young to carl malone in that yeah. sense but i i feel like if they're young enough or are knowledgeable enough that we're not going to be able to count this towards anything until the nba in season tournament turns into an nba cup where we invite the european teams over where we invite some of the south america teams over where we have a f- true champions league type of tournament which would be sick and awesome and then we can start looking at like the Premier League, how they do the treble. Like you win the uh the FA, the Champions League, and the Premier League. And we maybe we add another tournament in there. And then you got the NBA Finals, the NBA Cup, and then one other tournament. Then we're cooking. Then we're cooking. We're looking yeah, at a treble type that that situation.
1: The fact that, that you would can, be awesome. Yeah. Like I love that idea so much. Like I feel like because it's just two different things, like the Larry O'Brien trophy and this, I don't know. I feel like there has to be one more thing to kind of offset it. I don't know. I don't know what don't it know would what it be. Is. I mean, um, NBA March Madness? I don't know. Like, Yeah, know you got to add be. a
0: Champions League type of thing. Yeah, so maybe the NBA Cup just stays the NBA Cup. Yeah. Then you got the yeah. NBA Championship Finals. Then you add a, uh, they call it the Champions League. Why don't we call it something else? Maybe call it the, I don't know, the Round Ball Championship. Round yeah, Ball sure. Championship.
1: The, Orange, the Euro-America round ball. LeBron Championship. We're going to have to work on the
0: name. We'll, we'll come yeah, back ne- yeah. next episode with a, a good name for the third <laughs> yeah. tournament that would count towards like what a treble would be in English Premier League soccer. Yep. Um, it's been good. Did you see the court that they're having in Las Vegas, though, for the semifinals and the finals?
1: I saw that they, uh, they, they stopped doing that certain color jersey for the Lakers because it, it became too much of a distraction. But I don't know if I actually saw the court. So the court
0: is blue on the main part, and down the middle stripe is red. So the NBA logo Mm -hmm. colors. uh, Gross. We could have done a lot better. Black and gold, gold and black, even just regular hardwood with the big trophy in the middle. Oh, yeah. And then, like, red or blue free throw uh, line stripes, you know? That could have been cool. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. The red and blue court is, is not for me. It looks like the 76ers court, and there's another court out there that looks the exact same. It's gross, and yes, you, like you said, that the Lakers have certain jerseys for this tournament. It is black, and is they're kind of ugly. Like they have a big triangle on their chest of Los Angeles. It doesn't look right. Doesn't work at all. They made them for this tournament specifically, and then the NBA is like, ah, why don't you wear your yellow,
1: your gold jerseys? Because yeah. we don't really like the way the black ones are going to look. Yeah, like you what made are the we court. What like- doing? You made the court. Like, what's your problem? I don't understand. I think LeBron looks great in black. I think the Lakers look great in black. Just let him play. Let let
0: the boys play. Come on. Other than the design of the Los Angeles on the jerseys, the jerseys are great. Yeah. If you did yeah, away with, with, if it. you did something completely different with the the Los Angeles triangle on the on the chest, we're cooking. We're yeah, cooking the, with the gas nod to there. Phil Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So first game starting here in about three hours: Pacers and Bucks. Like we said, I don't know who's going to guard Giannis. Miles Turner can probably do something, but uh, is holding Giannis to 35, 15, and 10 like doing something? Or what do we – I don't know. And then can Tyrese Halliburton just score 40 on Damian Lillard and also dish out 20 assists? Very possible.
1: Yeah, a lot has to go right for those pacers, but – there's a there, there's just something about seeing these Eastern Conference squads. I I definitely think it's gonna be like a 145 140 kind of deal, kind of how we saw uh, with the Knicks Bucks game the other night. Yeah. Um, but I, I I'm really expecting some some high scoring. I think if not Dame, if not Giannis, Tyrese Tyrese will give you 40. I mean, there's so many yeah. players on that on that court that can give you so much, and I it's almost like a battle of the efficiencies in a way because we were talking about last episode with the the uh the bucks defensive rating and how they're all kind of very similar and there's not really much give but they're still somehow nine games over 500 um today sounds like a real test for them and it's weird that i'm saying that the indiana pacers can test one of the best teams in the league and it makes me feel good to say that because the Pacers have been so just i don't even want to say bad they've just been mid for almost 10 years now i mean what this is this is monumental the this this in-season tournament win for them like we, we like we talked about briefly there, there there's 10 different players on that team that are making under three million dollars there was a video of their bench reaction uh when uh, i don't know if it was tyrese so, someone dunked it to seal the game uh yep. and the whole bench was going crazy when they called the timeout uh you got three players on two-way contracts making little to nothing uh in nba terms in, in, in nba comparisons um so I think this is going to mean a lot more for them. And this is kind of the, uh, the heart and soul team out of the four that are left. Uh, Pelicans are just I've, – I've always hated the vibes of the Pelicans. I saw uh, – there, there was a tweet that came out before the, end of the, or before the beginning of the season. Uh, and it was like, the Pelicans have, just have a bitch-ass player problem. Uh, like, all their players are bitches. And, like, I, I can't really put my finger on it, but I agree. I definitely agree like I don't know I would love to see a Lakers bucks or a Lakers Lakers pacers for the vibes but uh best two teams overall in this tournament Lakers bucks um there, there's a lot that can happen and I'm definitely with uh the idea of all these games being really high scoring especially in Vegas like the overs are gonna hit like the the script is perfectly writing itself um and I'm very excited for these games and uh, I'm excited to hear your previews as well. Who, who, like, who do you think is going to be the X factor in these games? Uh, you know, outside of Giannis, outside of LeBron, you know, who's really going to be the guy that uh, makes that world of a difference? Because for me, if Miles Turner gets into it, um, if he if he just holds to Giannis, if he holds Giannis to under 25 points, he he won. He won. Even if they lose by 30, he won. Um, so there's definitely going to be some agendas that are going to be pushed. Uh, over these next couple days and uh this in season tournament's gonna add a weird uh a weird but much needed uh kind of addition to the lore of this uh this NBA season.
0: Yeah. And uh I think Pacers, their offense is incredible. They're gonna score a lot of points. Tyrese Halliburton's gonna go off. They have no guard help on the Bucks side. So I think there's gonna be just a shitload of points scored essentially is what's gonna happen. Uh Benedict Matherin, I'm looking at you. Maybe you can go off a little bit and uh, help the Pacers out. I'm going to pick the Pacers. Just blazing hot take from Zing Zing. I'm taking the Pacers. They're going to beat it is. Giannis because it's going to be Giannis on his own. Um, Damian Lillard is probably going to score a handful of points as well because Pacers don't play defense either. So I'm interested to watch this game just because it's going to be
1: bucket after bucket after bucket. Exactly, and that's what we all that's what we all want. I mean, this is this is huge. Um, like we always mentioned, you know, there's nothing to compare this to. Um, so just enjoy it for what it is. Have fun watching it. Don't think too much about it. Uh, and I think that, you know, once we get out of this, you know, five, ten years down the line, then we can have something to compare it to. But just enjoy it. Like, yeah. it's, it's a new concept. Just have fun.
0: It'll be fun. And then Pelicans, know. Lakers, um, I'm just going to go ahead and take the Lakers. LeBron in a yeah. elimination game, he's going to probably ball out as long as Anthony Davis doesn't just – collapse inside of himself, and Austin Reeves doesn't – if if Austin Reeves does what he did against the Suns, then we're chilling. Like, the Lakers are good. Um, I think they have enough people to throw at Zion to pick up enough fouls, essentially, to put Zion away for a little bit. He's going to probably put up 25-plus. But right. I don't know. I trust the Lakers more than I trust the Pelicans just because, like you said, not, not a good vibes team from the Pelicans. Yeah.
1: I don't like it. I don't like it. Alvarado's cool. Herb Jones yeah. is cool. But – I mean, like I mentioned last episode, you put those three stars, and we'll call CJ McCollum a star just for the sake of this. Um, you right. put any of those people on other teams. I mean, the the amount of marketing, the amount of exposure that they get that they would be getting. Even you, you put Zion on Utah, even like you Zion and Lori marketing that that's a perfect marketable duo. And people might not agree with that, but uh, there's definitely the the they they have a bitch ass player problem, and it's sad that that some of the greatest players in the West, if not the Southwest division, just happen to reside on that team because there's, they don't really have the results to show for it, at least yep. up to this point, if they, if they cannot continue and win the, win the semifinals and go on to the finals.
0: Did you see the video of Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson at their press conference before this? And someone was like, what are you going to do with the $500,000 if you win? And Zion just let out a belly laugh and Brandon Ingram just kind of snickered. I don't know what Zion's going to do with it, but it, it, it's club. probably pretty funny.
1: Strip probably club. pretty funny. Yep. He, he's <laughs> and the, he's then, the new Harden. He's the new Harden. I think that's why I like Zion so much. That's fair.
0: And then Jose Alvarado said that he couldn't wait to give that $500,000 to his daughters, who couldn't be more than like 10 years old. Yeah. Like at the very high point. Like what are your kids going to do with two hundred fifty grand
1: each? gotta no. got, got to be some savings know. bonds or some crazy some some something they won't even touch for it 10 just years goes into the trust fund yeah gotta be gotta be but my favorite thing was josh hart saying go get go get some ice you loser yes <laughs> That's awesome absolutely josh hart shout out
0: to you but the nba end season tournament has been a, a raving success this year if you tell me um i think it's been awesome to watch good basketball in november and december and not everyone just sleepwalking and the stars just kind of doing whatever they want um There's actually been good basketball being played in the early part of the year, which has been fun, and I think that's what the NBA needed pre-Christmas was uh, some excitement around the league during football season because football is king in America. It always will be probably forever and ever as long as football doesn't ever go away. Um, But the NBA just being able to be in headlines and storylines without it being drama off the court or a trade demand or whatever it may have been earlier in the season – At least we got all that out of the way, and uh, we got some good basketball to watch. We actually got to talk ball, not storylines,
1: so that's good. Exactly, exactly. Great run, great run, great run for the podcast, great run for the NBA. Uh, I'm definitely excited to see uh, how this tournament's going to end out.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a blast, so we recorded this on December 7th, right before the game started. Go check us out on YouTube at Apollo H-O-U. Hit our description for Zing Zang's Blaze and Bloody Mary Mix, as well as the Celebrity Mink. Go check them out. Thank you for sponsoring this episode, and this has been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast. Thanks for watching, y'all.